prices have gone up in value. You've got a lot of houses that have gone up in value, but deferred maintenance just gets worse over time. Okay, so if you don't take care of that chipping paint on your back deck mm-hmm. and you decide to delay that for a year or two, that chipping paint's going to turn into rotted wood. That rotted wood's going to go into structural integrity of the deck. It just gets worse and worse and worse. So with that in mind, it's hard to imagine why houses go up in value if, generally speaking, the product that houses are made of, wood, brick, mortar, etc., is deteriorating over time. Check, check, one, two, one, two. Turn it up, turn it up. Welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. The tides are turning, the time is now. You're home for the mindset, methodology, and tools needed to invest in foreclosures. Don't you dare buy a house, buy a deal. You need to get into this right now. Right now, yeah. And now your host, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Welcome back to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. I'm your host. Yes! Yes! <laughs> you guys, you're too kind. This is your host and Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum, recording live from our downtown studios with my executive producer, Mr. Jonathan Winston. My people, my people, I am so happy to be back with you. You all are lovely. I can just picture you out there right now, driving in your car, listening, getting ready to listen to this episode. You might be at the house, you know, enjoying a nice little, you know, cup of wine, maybe some coffee in the morning or wherever, whatever time you're hearing this. I'm just happy that you're listening and still tapping in with us. So thank you all. Um, you know, continue to check out the website. We've got our free investor assessment call if you're ready to take that next step and yes. you know, start your in, uh, investment career and start flipping some foreclosures and deals. Um, if you you know want to take a smaller step, we've got the four F's of foreclosures that'll just give you a general breakdown of you know kind of our process of finding these deals. And we've got some good updates coming for that as well. So just stay tuned. Yeah, man, some cool stuff coming on the horizon. So thank you so much for being here. I'm a little jealous though. Um, I actually ran into a fan. Ah, all right. Yeah, you know, so I'm out there. Hey, I listen to your show all the time. That's super cool. And so he's like, Yeah, I love it. I love what you guys provide. Hey, what's it like hanging out with Jonathan? I'm like. What? <laughs> wait, 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 was wait. this a female fan or was it a man? Yeah, it was a dude. It was a dude. Uh, sorry. Well, sorry, to, okay. sorry to ruin your, your, your steam yeah, on that play. I was, but, I, was yeah. try, I was hoping. Yeah, no, I know. I know you're feeling it. Listen, so <laughs> if you run into me, like, I want to talk about Jonathan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Tell I, him he's I, a great I, coach. I don't, even remember, I don't even remember the guy's name now because he's not relevant to me. I hope you're still <laughs> listening to the show. But bottom line, you come at me and ask for Jonathan. We got real issues. Um <laughs> So yeah, I, actually, you know, for those who want to know, working with Jonathan is pretty cool. He's a cool dude. Like, we got, he's got that soulful, sultry voice, but apparently, it carries farther than mine does. You know what? I've met some people that know us too, but you know, they usually talk about the coach. So I'm kind of surprised myself. Yeah, it's, it's really frustrating. So don't ever let that happen again. <laughs> All right, let's get to it real quick. We're gonna we're gonna get. We got this article from CNBC, and the article starts that 43 percent of homeowners have delayed home improvements and maintenance due to inflation. Here's why that's risky. All right. Well, the key points they mention here are there's a lot of inflation. Things are more expensive. Did you know that paint, paint has gone up by like 25, 30%. Okay. You've got every tool, every product in the construction process has gotten more expensive. And as a result, homeowners all across the country are dealing more and more with deferred maintenance situations. The risky part of this is right now, homeowners have gone, prices have gone up in value. You've got a lot of houses that have gone up in value, but deferred maintenance just gets worse over time. 
Okay, so if you don't take care of that chipping paint on your back deck mm-hmm. and you decide to delay that for a year or two, that chipping paint's going to turn into rotted wood. That rotted wood's going to go into structural integrity of the deck. It just gets worse and worse and worse. So with that in mind, it's hard to imagine why houses go up in value if, generally speaking, the product that houses are made of, wood, brick, mortar, etc., is deteriorating over time. So what's happened is that because people have generally maintained their homes. See, part of the thing of the joy of home ownership was you couldn't call your landlord and be like, yo, my toilet ain't working, right? You could call Wells Fargo, your bank or whatever, but they're just going to laugh at you and go, Yeah, bro, you should probably your hire somebody. Right, just that. pay your mortgage. Or, yeah, hire somebody, figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Ain't my problem, right? Yeah. But if homeowners are not doing that deferred maintenance, and a lot of people put off deferred maintenance in general. There's just people who are generally sloppy, dirty people, okay? And I'll be frank with you, the whole foreclosure thing back in the day when I'm buying HUD properties, and that was a big part of where we got started was HUD foreclosures, a lot of them were a lot of deferred maintenance. They were dirty. The carpet was bad. That's where the whole foreclosure thing took its start. Ugly houses that I could buy at a discount, okay? What's going to happen in the future, kind of according to this article, is now that people are not able to do the rehab work this property requires to keep it stable because the cost of things have gone up. And unless you're super handy, you don't just have a problem with the fact that paint went up in cost or tile costs more. You also have a problem with if you can't do it yourself, and I'm one of those guys, okay? I can't swing a hammer without hurting myself or somebody nearby. (laughs) I'm just not wired that way. My dad thinks he is, but like he does projects to about 20% of it. And then, like, sit for 10 years. I love you, Dad, but seriously, you got to get that fireplace done. It's been 15 years. Um, <laughs> so you ha- I don't have that skill set. If you also don't have that skill set or your potential sellers don't have that skill set, that deferred maintenance is going to get worse and worse and worse, meaning it's going to get more and more expensive to fix. So let's talk. I want to talk to you from two perspectives, okay? Number one, if you are a homeowner, you've got to get this figured out, okay? The longer you let this sit the worse it's going to get, as we just discussed. So how are you going to pay for it? Well, there's a couple loan programs out there that can make that work. If you, you can actually refinance your own house with what's called an FHA or a VA 203K loan. And the way that would basically work is you would buy the property and they would escrow the repairs so you could then do the repairs. Then they would kind of tack that on to the back end of your mortgage. Okay? Okay. So that is an option if you're in your own house. We're going to mention that option again if you're buying a house when we get to that phase. But that is one way to pay for it. The easier one and kind of more obvious is the home equity line of credit. Okay, And in essence, it's a credit card that's attached to your property. So it creates a lien on your property. So let's say you own the property at $300,000. It's worth $400,000. Okay? You've got a gap in equity of $100K. Well, most banks, because they recognize that gap of equity, will lend you your equity on a home equity line of credit. So you can go pull a HELOC for, let's say, $50,000 and go get this stuff done. Now, you're getting it done at all-time highs. Labor costs more than it ever has. Parts cost more than they ever have. So maybe part of the reason to defer it is because things are getting more expensive, but the reality is they ain't going to get cheaper anytime soon. Yeah. Right? And that deferred maintenance is just going to get increasingly worse. So you're better off finding a way to finance those repairs or, God forbid, do those repairs yourself mm. if you've got the means. Now, if you're super handy, good for you. Okay? Yeah, save some money, bro. That's, save that's some money, nice. But get it done. Right? Between doing your day job and dealing with the kids and getting little Bobby to soccer practice and yada, yada, you got to find a way to get that deck painted. 
right? And we're not talking about updates right now. We're talking about simply maintaining the status of the property you have right now. You know that cabinet that one of the hinges is busted and it's kind of hanging down and it's been that way for like three years? You need to go to Home Depot and get the hinge and fix that, like right away. Yeah. Because, not because it's an eyesore. And, and understand that it's not because it's bothering you, although I'm sure it is. And it's probably bothering your wife, unless you know you are the wife going, yeah, we do need to take care of that. <laughs> Sorry, man. We didn't mean to didn't mean add to another honeydew list on your thing, but <laughs> you should fix that, man. You need to get that cabinet fixed, right? But in addition, you need to keep your house liquid at all times. Here's what I mean by that. Okay. If you've got a bunch of deferred maintenance, you can't sell that property for top dollar. A lot of people wait to do the work they're going to do on their property at the time they want to sell their property. And that's so confusing to me because why are you fixing it now? You're, you're selling it. Yeah, to sell it to somebody else. Right. Fix it while you're enjoying it. Yeah. Keep it maintained. And then when you sell it, it's ready to go. Okay. On my properties, my primary residence, this is going to sound crazy, but I take photos of any changes that happen to the property. I mean professional-grade photos, and I keep them in archives, okay? And the reason I do that is because if I want to go on the market tomorrow afternoon with any of my properties, I'll at least have relatively recent photos to do that because I'm taking care of the deferred maintenance. I guess I'm not deferring the maintenance. I'm taking care of the maintenance as it needs to happen in real time, okay? So if you're a homeowner, you got to look at this. This problem that CNBC is talking about is very real. As parts go up, And labor goes up. People are pushing off. I'm going to get to that deck. I'm going to fix that window. I'm going to get this stuff done. But they're pushing it and pushing it off because the costs are getting increasingly worse in that space. Okay. Now, let's talk about the upside to all of this because this is a real estate investment show. Right, perhaps the most important real estate investment show in the world, perhaps the best, the real, best. I'm probably taking this too far, but you get yeah, the idea. Yeah, right? we go. We, 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 I can, I can toot my horn. Spitball <laughs> a little keep bit. It. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it moving. Since this is the best real estate show out there, you should know that this is going to create a huge amount of opportunities for us deal hunters out there. Okay, as deal hunters, we're looking for the guy who is deferring the maintenance. As a matter of fact, one of our sources of finding deals is driving for dollars. Ah, uh, yep. Right, where you're getting in the car and you're driving around and you're seeing that this guy's got uh, trim around the windows that hasn't been painted in 20 years. Right, the door doesn't seem to quite line up. There's a couple of broken windows. The landscaping is shot. All of these things spell opportunity to the foreclosure investor. Now, we talk about foreclosure as in properties that are owned by the bank, but foreclosure and distressed property are kind of the same thing because both of them share one common theme, which is that there's a motivated seller behind them. Okay, And since we're working with motivated sellers in this arena, whether it's distressed or foreclosed or whatever, deferred maintenance is creating a huge opportunity for us would-be investor buyers, okay? So you're looking for deferred maintenance. Now, the reality is, like we just said, it is going to cost more to fix it than it did two years ago, but also, two years ago, property values were 20 30% lower than they are right now in a lot of neighborhoods, okay? So although your cost of rehab went up, your ability to spot ex- issues that will make a house less than retail condition are far more prevalent now than they've ever been, especially as homeowners are struggling to keep up with the maintenance on these homes that, let's face it, are not getting any younger. Okay, These homes are aging at the same rate they always have. Now, this was always a problem. And if you were buying a 40s or 50s built home in 2000, you were already buying 50 years of maintenance. 
right? Today, you're buying 70 years of maintenance. That maintenance hasn't gotten any easier, yeah. right? The plumbing is worse. The electrical is worse. Everything about this property is worse. And that's before we start talking about design. We start talking about modern cabinets, modern mm-hmm. appliances, newer countertops. We're just talking about what's going on behind the walls right now. These houses are starting to fail. Hi, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. You know, one question I'm asked all the time is how do I get started in real estate investing? Here's the thing. In order to get into the game, you got to have access to the big data that drives the real estate market. After all, you wouldn't trade stocks without a trading platform, and you shouldn't get started in investing in real estate without DealHunter.io. DealHunter.io is an application that I use daily to find the best deals in the real estate market, to provide that information to my lending partner so I can fund those deals, to know how to fix those deals, to bring them in line with the market, and most importantly, how to sell those deals at a profit. So if you're looking to get started in real estate investing, head on out to dealhunter.io and sign up for a free seven-day trial of the PropStream application that'll separate you from other competitors of the real estate market. With that, this is Donnie Corum from dealhunter.io reminding you, don't buy a house by a deal. Okay, give you an example. We're buying a lot of houses in the Pueblo market, which is about 30 miles south of Colorado Springs, Colorado. Your average size, 800 to maybe 1,200 square feet. These are smaller homes built in the nine, you know, early 1900s, let's say 1930s, 1940s, generally when Pueblo was, you know, somebody had a great idea. This place is terrible. Let's, let's build some houses here. <laughs> um, Sorry, Pueblo. You know I love you. Um, no, I don't. I, didn't. I can't stand Pueblo. Um, there's a lot of money in Pueblo, though, right? So we're buying these houses for eighty, ninety thousand dollars, which you know is what I generally spend on cars right now. So that's, that's pretty exciting to be able to buy a house for that. Now they're only nine hundred square feet, so I would normally budget on a property about nine hundred square feet. My rehab budget would probably be twenty five, maybe thirty grand. Okay, just because based on size, you know, people like to get a price per square foot. I can tell you that that price per square foot function doesn't work in most markets, just because range of repairs can vary so much. Okay, but just kind of winging it a little bit. I'm nine hundred to a thousand square feet. I'm gonna imagine I'm gonna spend twenty five to thirty grand on that remodel. Okay, that's not what's happening because these houses are so old and they're dealing with the deferred maintenance from 50, 60 years of not getting done, I'm now spending, let's call it forty to $50,000 on that exact same 900 square, 900 square foot house. Okay, so the reality is I'm buying them cheaper because if I'm spending eighty or ninety thousand dollars on the property and I'm spending fifty thousand to fix it, which is way more than I would budget for a larger house here in the Springs built in the seventies or eighties. But because the house needs more work, I'm spending more. But now the back end on that again, eighty thousand dollar purchase price, fifty thousand dollars in remodel, hundred and thirty total investment. Right, the houses are retailing down there for two hundred to two hundred twenty thousand dollars. So the spread is actually better on these deferred maintenance properties than it is on the houses that require less work. Now you probably knew that already. Okay, you probably knew that the more work you put in, the more potential profit. But what you may not have known or may not realize is the risk goes up exponentially in that. Right? Suddenly, if you're not properly capitalized and you were planning on spending thirty thousand dollars on the remodel, and this house needs a full asbestos abatement, 
right? You just added $10,000, $12,000 to your rehab bottom line that a lot of people didn't budget for and thus don't have. My coaching students, one of the things we do is we put in a pretty substantial cushion on how much the repairs are going to be because we just don't know what's going to start happening when you start tearing this thing out. Okay, this adds up to the more you know, the more money you're going to make. Because I can tell you, when I first started my career, I was deliberately avoiding these turn of the century homes because of that X factor on the repairs. And my general advice to people who are doing their first time flip is stay in that. 30 to 40 year age bracket, if at all possible. Yeah, so like 1980 or 70s or 80s and a newer type Absolutely. Of, yeah. Even in the 60s, maybe. Build quality went up quite a bit, but 60s, 70s, 80s, you start looking at 20s and 30s, yeah. you're playing a different game. And if you go to turn of the century stuff, which a lot of Pueblo is, then you're playing another game entirely. Mm-hmm. Okay? So you have to be property capitalized. You got to know what you're doing. And if you're Joe Handy and you're going to do this yourself, you really need to know what you're doing before you take on a turn-of-the-century house, okay? The electrical systems, the knob and wire tubing, the uh, old clay pipes, the asbestos in the walls, the plaster they use for the drywall, everything about these older homes is more complicated. Now, I promise you, if you walked into most of the houses I was buying in Pueblo, okay, your first instinct would be tear it down. It's going to be easier. Yeah. Right. And that's that's I mean, in a lot of cases, if you get into structural problems, if the structure is falling apart, you may be right. The reality is, is Pueblo's market is not really the gap between retail and wholesale is, is wider than it is in Colorado Springs. Mm-hmm. But it's still not wide enough to justify the cost. You're going to have to knock that property down and build the next one. This is not to say that that's not going to happen. It's to say that it hasn't happened yet. Okay, so you got to know where you're at in your market, right? And even if you're getting, again, something that looks really bad is generally still going to be fifty, sixty thousand dollars worth of remodel. If you're buying a house for eighty grand in Pueblo, you better be prepared to spend fifty grand fixing it up. Okay, what is happening in every market across the country, according to this article, is the amount of deferred maintenance is starting to hit all time highs. Okay, people not only they were kind of not doing it before because they're lazy, now they're not doing it because they can't afford it. Right, and that's a whole different problem. That's a whole different problem. If you got a well-to-do homeowner who generally wants to take care of their property, but now can't either because they're too old, or the house is too old, or they ain't got the money to do it, right? You're creating this massive gap in between the retail value based on condition of a property and the current wholesale value, and literally every day that gap is widening with the deferred maintenance that's not getting done. Okay, now I don't want to frighten you. I want you to see the opportunity here. You're going to have to step up your game on the construction side. You're going to have to get better contractors, easier access to materials. If you are preparing for the foreclosure crisis that is coming to the marketplace, and I know I've been saying it for years, but all the articles are starting to agree with Uh, me. The market is shifting. Okay, what does that mean? It means that opportunity has never been greater than it is right now, but you need to know where the market is. I got to tell you, two, three years ago, the opportunity was in buying kind of like not so great houses and making them slightly better. Right. We were painting, we were carpeting. I would love to tell you I was super proud of our remodel in the early stages, but like Hyundai building their first cars in the 1990s, we were not doing a really quality remodel. We were doing a really fast remodel. Mm -hmm. And because the market was absorbing stuff so quickly, those fast remodels were selling 
like hotcakes. They're just flying off the market. As the market starts to slow down, which it is right now because interest rates are up, inventory is starting to increase, etc., the game is going to be better quality construction. Right. So we're having talks with our operations team right now that we need to build a better mousetrap. Okay, This house has to be more quality, better materials, better labor if we're going to compete in the market that's coming. Okay, This article tells us that market's barreling toward us like a freight train, man. And you've got to get out in front of it. So if you're okay as a handyman, you can do some basic construction stuff, and your intent is to do the work on your properties, you need to go back to school. You need to be watching more YouTube University. You've got to figure out how to become a better construction individual, okay? If you're like me and you're going to outsource it, you need to be looking for better contractors. And you need to accept that those better contractors are going to come at a higher hourly rate because they're worth it, right? You are going to pay more in this market. And thirdly, you've absolutely positively got to buy better deals, right? We were buying really narrow deals because if I got an $80,000 spread and I'm going to spend 20000 on the deal and it's going to sell in three hours as soon as I get the paint and carpet in it, right. right? I'm still making a pretty decent margin, okay? You're going to be holding the property longer because good construction takes longer, so you've got to get better financing terms. Everything about your business, the way it was two or three years ago, has got to change in a foreclosure-intense environment. We have not been in a foreclosure-intense environment in several years, right? So a lot of people are fully unprepared for what's going to happen next. But I'll shoot straight. The reality is if you could get on title at all, any property slightly below market, you were going to make a profit. It didn't take a ton of rocket science to do a fix and flip when the market was selling houses in a matter of hours for 20 or 30 grand over asking price. You didn't have to be good at it. We just capitalized on that fact and did a lot of them really fast, right? Today, we're going to still do a lot of them, Mm -hmm. but the fast thing is going to change a little bit, right? Now, speed is important, but not as important as providing quality because you have to do a better job with what you have. And as this article talks about, deferred maintenance is getting worse and worse with these properties because people either can't afford or don't know how to do that maintenance on their own, okay? Don't be afraid of the future market. Plan ahead for it. Right? Plan ahead for it. If you're not sure how to get started, there's a bunch of education resources out there. Obviously, I'm your foreclosure deals coach, and I would love to chat with you about how we're going to walk you step-by-step step through completing your first or subsequent foreclosure property. But listen, if your goal is to just get one flip done, you've missed the purpose entirely. Okay, Imagine going to dental school, spending all that time in school to do one filling and go... Nah, not not really feeling this, man. This guy's breath stinks, right? In agents getting your license and then selling one property, right? This is the same with flipping. If you're getting into this to just do one, you've missed your missed the point entirely. My whole coaching product and really my whole passion in life is about taking people from whatever you're doing for an income right now into a world where you can live on real estate investing on the flipping side. So you can build a passive income business from that that can provide rental income forever. Okay, The opportunities are there. The maintenance is getting worse on these properties. And we are finding deals that just need work to get back to livable condition, providing that work and making a whole gang of money doing it. We would love, love, love to help you to do the same. Sign on for an investor success call. Let's get one meeting. You and I will talk about where you are in the process, whether it's find, figure, fund, fix, or flip the five now 
now five Fs. Oh, we got for, another one, We just guys. added another F to our foreclosure thing. The five Fs of foreclosure investing, wherever you happen to be, I want to work with you from that point, get you to the next step. The opportunities are mounting. This article proves that we're going to have a bunch of deferred maintenance homes hitting the market. And if you're out in front of it, you can make bank during this time. With that, that is our time for today. Listen, I appreciate you guys tuning in. If you are a fan and you see me, you talk about me, bro. <laughs> like seriously, like, I don't. I, yeah, Jonathan's cool. Yeah, we established that. Yeah, cool. but good. we're not here to talk about Jonathan, baby. Like, this is, <laughs> when you, when you see me. Right. Let's Mentioned. go get a drink and maybe roll something up. <laughs> yeah, I like that. And you better invite me to that party, too. Yeah, he'll, he'll be there, guys. Right. I'll invite the coach as well. Bring me along. But, no, I appreciate Thank you. In all seriousness, I appreciate all the, the reach out. People, uh, the, the appreciation we've gotten for the show over the past couple of years has been awesome. We are really looking to scale this year because the market's coming. The foreclosure market is coming. Now is the time. You've got to get positioned to get all of your five Fs set up. You need to know how to find properties. You need to know how to figure what the value of those properties are. Are. You've got to understand how to fund them. You know how needed how to fix them. That's what this is about. Fixing is changing drastically, and to flip them in a market that's changing is going to take longer, get harder. Only the strong will survive. I'm certainly hoping you'll be on board with that. With that, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach, thanking you so much for tuning into this show each and every single week and reminding you: don't buy a house, buy a deal. Want more of the Foreclosure Deals Coach? Hit subscribe and stay tuned for more of the mindset, methodology, and tools you'll need to invest in foreclosures. Visit foreclosuredealscoach.com and text DEAL to get a list of foreclosures in your area.